Hello everybody, I am delighted to be here tonight. It's 6.30pm, it's Wednesday, every night we go live and tonight I am here with the founder of a completely new trail and ultra running brand. It's Kate McKenzie from Harrier. Woo! Hiya. Hey. Hi Sarah. How are you? It's been such a lovely day. Have you been outside today? What have you been up to? I've just been doing loads of parcels today things have been going so well with um with the launch so it's been brilliant um yes yeah, so i've just been kept busy with that which has been great so you've had lots of orders then for the, for your stock yes yeah um the the race vests went live for pre-sale today and um i've had all of the bundles and things that have started to be sold so I've just been getting all of those ready for everybody and everybody's been mixing and matching different products and different colours and things. So yeah, it's been great and everyone's is completely different, which is great to see. And it just takes a little bit of time for me to make sure that it's all right. So yeah, I've been just inside doing that. Oh, right. So you haven't been outside doing any running or anything. You've just been packaging up everybody's orders. It's great I know, to that's know the you're irony. busy. Yeah, not much running. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's the thing about starting a business around trail running yeah. is that you then don't have any time to do trail running. I know. <laughs> um, so we've got loads of people watching already. We've got over 30 people watching already live. So I'm just going to read you out some comments so that you get a bit of a feel for who's watching. So Guy Greater X, he has a question later on. Um, he says, looking forward to this one. Nigel Barnett says, looking forward to it. Um, Philip Haddock says, um, hi everyone, looking forward to looking at all the Harrier gear. Um, and Conrad is here from the United States. He says greetings from Michigan from a treadmill. Wow. Um, um, <laughs> Brad Rush says hello from Vancouver Island in Canada. Cool, we've got an international Amazing. audience tonight. Yeah, great. Um, Vanessa says excited to see this. Been wait waiting to order a Kinder 10 litres. Go Kate. Um, oh, thank you. <laughs> and uh, Paul Feely says, good evening. Weather has been very warm today. Hannah's here. She says hi. Seb says hi. Robin Townsend says hi as well. Um, uh, Paul says, evening, Kate. And Gordon Parton says, hello, all. Looking forward to this one. So oh, this awesome. is a very Thanks. popular broadcast. Um, so, yeah, we've got some qu great questions already from everyone. Oh, I must read you out a bit of fan mail as well. So Lucy says she's a big fan of Harrier. She's a patron of mine. She sent in. Um, she says that your flasks have saved her ribs and ab abs from serious bruising. The products are excellent quality and very well priced. And the range is really well thought through. It's made by a runner for runners. And Kate asks too, she asks what runners want and need. And she's the proud owner of her running poles, Vivi and first aid kit, highly recommended. Oh yeah, thanks Lucy, it's great. <laughs> You'll pay her later. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Bob says, good luck, a brave move on Kate's part in, start, in starting a new brand. However, I think there is a ready market for good value gear. I would like to wish her good luck. Oh, it's lovely, thank you. Fantastic. Oh, and Sarah Reeves has just joined and she says, good evening to both. Um, she's just put her order in today. I saw. Thanks, Sarah. Brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> so you've got a massive audience already. That's yeah. amazing. Um, so we've got a couple of questions about how you spotted this gap in the market. So Catherine Ramsden says, this is so exciting. I'd be curious to see what gap Kate spotted in the market. And that is echoed by Adrian, who says he's always fascinated by people who start their own brands, um, because it seems that most trail, trail running brands do it. Um, uh, 
do it all. So most new brands who get started must get started because of a dis- dissatisfaction with the options that already exist. So what did you feel was missing from the market that gave you the urge to create Harrier? Yeah, definitely. I mean, I would agree with that. When you first look at trail running and all of the different brands, it does look quite intimidating because you just see all of these huge companies that just dominate the market. Um, And then it actually, the inspiration for the brands came from when I was reading the book Running Free by Richard Asquith. And um, there was a chapter in there talking about Kit and how he goes into this shop and Richard is like an advocate for just going out and just enjoying the run, you know, not thinking about what you're doing, just really enjoying being surrounded by nature. Um, And in this book, he said that he went into a shop and apparently to be a trail runner, you needed to spend about £1,500 on kits. You know, if you bought everything that said that you could run faster or do this or do that. And he just thought, you really don't. Um, And as I was reading that and kind of adding it all up, I thought, oh, that's so right. but there's no real middle option at all. Everything's kind of cheap with um, Calendia or A&EG, or it's just really expensive with the top brands. And I also thought it was getting a bit serious as well, because all of these advertising campaigns, you see all of these elite athletes, um, and I'm definitely not an elite athlete. So I just thought, uh, yeah, (laughs) if we just put a little bit more fun back into it um, and still be practical and enjoyable, and that was the reason behind it. It, I definitely think you've hit the nail on the head there. There's so many, like, I mean, backpacks, poles, things like that. They're kind of like 100 to 150 quid. Um, and then if you go to Decathlon or like really cheap places like that or like Aldi or like the odd thing, you know, like A&EG maybe on the internet, mm-hmm. then you can get some things for like 20 quid, 30 quid, maybe 40 quid. Um, so yours, mm-hmm. like this Kinder 10 litres, am I right in thinking this is 60 pounds? And um, 59 yeah 59 pounds yeah <laughs> so it's a 10 litre pack um and it's got because obviously i helped you um a bit with the design of this uh, it personally i can see that it's got everything that i would personally want in a running pack so yeah um very kind of you to just design me a running pack here um and yeah i just uh i think that is absolutely fantastic that people can have that middle ground as you say and, and get something mm. for 59 pounds that they know is going to be good quality and has been designed as you say by a runner for for runners yeah well what we, I mean I would always buy second hand but good quality so all of my kit is second hand but high range because I want the quality but I don't want to pay for it and what was great was when we had the sessions designing these so at the start of Harrier when everything was really new me and Claire had a couple of sessions together and um, I went over to Claire's to have a bit of consultation about these vests and I thought, oh, she'll have a couple of vests for me to look at. And you must have prompted about 50 race vests on the table in front of us. Um, and we could barely see over this pile of race vests, could we? <laughs> yes, and we I know. In the evening, literally going over every single tiny little piece of elastic and strap and half the bits, we didn't have a clue what they were for. We were trying to figure it, figure <laughs> it out, weren't we? And then the other bits, we were trying to find out what is a perfect um placement and you know what's necessary and what's not so it was a lot of fun but it just shows you like the amount of detail and just a centimeter here and there certain things can make all the difference 
Yeah, it really does. And and also, it's quite subjective as well. I mean, a lot of people want different things from their packs. So, yeah. I mean, I've been, you know, advising you on various things. And I just hope that everybody has the same opinion as me. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> they all want things where I want them. Um, yeah. But I know that not everything that I want will suit everybody. So, but I think that, that you've done a great job in combining what most people want into um, a really affordable product um, and we'll go through these in, in more detail in just a mo um, but I've just got a question for for you I wanted to know a little bit about the name Harrier because um, it's obviously this like this really beautiful Harrier bird yeah. um, I just wondered where that came from what's your inspiration behind that <laughs> well my mum's watching this evening so she'll love this <laughs> hi Kate's mum yeah <laughs> So the name Harrier, um, my mum's retired recently and so she started doing quite a lot of, um, uh, she's got quite a lot of interest in British wildlife. So she's always talking about hen Harriers and she's always talking about Chris Packham because she quite likes Chris Packham. And so the name Harrier came from her always talking about Chris and saving the Harriers. And I just thought it's great because it links up with all of the running clubs um, and the Harrier bird is sort of always focused on what it's doing and, and looking out and things. And I just thought, oh, it's got quite a lot of good connotations actually for what I'm doing. Um, and yeah, so it's taken me about six months to get the trademark. It has been so painful, um, but I just got notification through today that it's pretty much all sorted. So that's great. And anybody who's tried to get a trademark will know <laughs> what a pain it is. So it's a big relief to, you know, get that sorted as well yeah Brilliant. that is such a relief and I was actually going to ask you um what's been the hardest thing about starting your own business that you never realized before you know like because you just think oh I'll just make some stuff and I'll sell it but it's not as simple yeah. as that is it has there been anything that like that that you think oh I never knew about that and it's really difficult to overcome these things yeah I wouldn't recommend starting a business in a pandemic that's the <laughs> yeah um, right, you weren't to know that <laughs> no I mean that's been awful it's been so stressful and I'm sure a lot of people have had their own issues to deal with with this um, it just seems to you know amplify everything that could go wrong but we've got through it and now things are starting to normalize it's just like a breeze really so yeah it's fine I think it is just getting your head around the figures and getting your head around you have to be every person in that business you have to learn marketing you have to learn websites you have to learn product development um you know everything so yeah behind the scenes you see the kind of bits on social and stuff but behind the scenes there's so many jobs and you just have to learn something and then carry on and learn the next thing really and get on with it so yeah what I've done yeah never a dull moment is it if you're just like a single-handed business you always got something different to do and there's always something to learn it's definitely um yeah not yeah it's not dull <laughs> no it's been interesting <laughs> yeah and um we I've got several as you know there's several people watching from overseas and um yeah. Kurt asks are you planning in the future to expand out to like the USA and like, other countries and stuff is that part of your plan with this yeah definitely i mean the store is actually set up for international shipping so if you go on from the us it should be showing things in dollars and it should calculate the shipping rate um i actually sent out a few things i've had some poles that have gone to new zealand i've had some uh some items that have gone to the states as well in south africa 
And um, if the shipping turns out cheaper, then I just refund the difference. Um, you know, I don't make a profit on shipping. I just try and keep it exactly what it is. So wherever it's going to, um, or you can let me know before and I can let you know the price in advance. So yeah, it would be great. Yeah, fantastic. Okay, so everybody from all over the world, wherever you live, get involved with Harrier. So it, uh, you can ship to anywhere. That's brilliant. Um, so I've got a, a quite a lot of uh, questions here from a big fan of yours, um, Guy Greatrex. Um, he wants to start off by saying that um, he just really loves what you've done with the brand. Um, he's got two bottles, he says, and a, and a soft flask. So yeah. like, here's one of these long, extra long straws. I remember. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh huh. Is that what he's got? <laughs> Um, mine's also got the option for just a normal top as well. Um, so Guy is watching tonight, so we're going to go through some of his questions now. Um, and he says, um, what, uh, what, uh, let's, let's look, let's take his last question first actually, because that's uh, what we want to cover next. Um, he wants a step-by-step -step look around the vest. Like he wants to know like what each pocket is for and, and why it's there and like what the materials are and kind of what sizes you've got available. So yeah, let's let's just start by going through the Kinder Ten, which is the ten liter vest. Yeah, great. Yeah. Um, what I'll do is if I um, the fronts of the Kinder and the Kerber are both the same, so and the side pockets as well, so it keeps it simple. So, so the Kerber is the five liter one and the Kinder is the ten. Yeah. That's right, they're both named after places in the Peak District that I love running. So I thought I got a bit fed up with all of these performance names that like insinuated that I was some great runner <laughs> striving for, you know, I don't know, some sort of achievement. And I thought it would be nice to have something a bit less pressurised. Yeah, so. ultimate power vest, 942. <laughs> <laughs> so Kerber Edge and Kinder um, Scouts in the Dark Peak are two of my favourite places to run. So the Kerber, I'll show you this one first. I've got this one on. So try to keep it quite simple. You've got three sets of opposite pockets on the front, um, mesh so that they're nice and stretchy. Uh, top ones, you could have things like your gels in there, uh, electrolyte tablets. Middle pockets is where you're going to put your soft flasks probably. And then the bottom pocket is uh, one for snacks. Um, it's also actually got a silicon lining in there. So if you put a mat um, or your phone in there, then it's just going to give it a little bit of extra grip. That's a really good idea because I've put my phone in pockets like that before and bent over to get something and the phone yeah. just slid out and yeah that's a really good idea. I did. I wondered what that was for. I thought it was just to sort of when you kind of closed it, it kind of made it a bit more of a safe closure maybe. But that's really good. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, no, everything's got a purpose. Yeah. Nothing that hasn't. And then also <laughs> on the left hand side, so you've got um, an inside zip for your phone as well. So that is waterproof lines and it's nice and big. So that will actually fit a plus size phone in there. Mm. Because what I've found with a lot of belts and um, even shorts and running trousers is that you can't actually fit a phone in the phone pocket because everyone's phones are getting bigger. Yeah. So it's nice and big. If you've got a massive case on it, it might not fit. But you know, my Samsung is plus size and it's got a case on and it fits great. So that just sits in there. Um, yeah. You've also got your little um, elastic loops to be able to stop your soft flask from, uh, from uh, falling down in your pockets as you're drinking. And um, you've got your bladder loops as well. Um, so you can thread your bladder up and over the shoulder or you can take it from down and underneath. So there's a couple of different options there, what you like. Um, the straps on the front are elastic. 
so it's got a little bit of give there and also what i thought was really cool is on these so that now this is a technical name so that you don't get flappy bits on the front of your vest you can actually roll it up and then you've got a bit of elastic on the end which just wraps over i can do it and then it just keeps it all nice and compact like Brilliant. that so yeah it's just little things like that especially if you're doing ultras and long distance the smallest thing can really annoy you yeah <laughs> you don't want things way. flapping around do you yeah yeah and you can adjust the height as well so i don't really like the slidey up and down things because they just tend to not uh, stay where you put them so these are just nice and simple and um, you can take these out and adjust them where you want them to sit and then the buckles are nice and big because i hate those little fiddly ones because you know you've got cold hands you're freezing and you just can't get to them so these are nice and big that you can even do with gloves so that is the same for both of them oh you've also got something here the elastic here so when your flask is in your pocket to you stop your long straw hitting you <laughs> on the chin which gets really irritating you can just tuck it behind that bit of elastic there and oh, it keeps brilliant. it away but yeah. because it's stretchy you can still pull it and drink out of it Excellent. every yeah. feature has a an ideal solution there yeah and uh, you've got your two you've got your pole holding options there's three on this on both vests so the first one is horizontal um on the front and then i'll show you the others when we go through the back but you'd be able to carry the pole in each side here if that's where it's comfortable okay brilliant and i just quickly show you the side pocket so again it's the same on both so you've got a zip here which is nice and easy to get to you pull down it's mesh on the sides it's also mesh material on the side so it makes it a bit more breathable um, and so you can easily get in there and then you've also got another pole holding option which just goes along the side there so if you prefer them like that okay brilliant I like the fact that there's a lot of different options for holding the poles because on most backpacks you will just get one so you don't get any choice about where you put them and lots of people want to have a different option for that because everybody's different and and everybody's got it's, a different it's preference it's having options isn't it you know a bit of elastic doesn't cost anything so why not give people a couple of options and then um, i did a poll on a poll on facebook saying how do you want your pole holders and <laughs> pole pole. Different. yeah the pole yeah. Pole. and so i thought well i better do everything then so we yeah. <laughs> brilliant and so the uh, the front of the Kerber, the 5 litre one, and the front of the 10 litre one, the Kinder, they're both the same then? Yeah. Um, and then, uh, so I'm guessing just the only difference is the size of the back compartment. Do you want to just take us through that on, on yeah. both of them? That's it. So um, on the Kerber, so the Kerber is all made out of stretchy fabric, solid stretchy fabric, and you've got a zip on the side. Now the zip position has changed, on my prototypes it was further around here but you need to be able to get to everything when you're running so we moved it closer around the side which means you don't have to actually contort your arm around your back too much to be able to get to it so that's great if you've got any bits in there that you need to keep. Um, and then like I said the back is solid, uh, solid piece of material but then not so easy to show on a, a webcam but inside you've got two compartments so you've got one large one that you can drop your bladder in and then you've got um, a velcro top one where you've got a little inner pocket which has got a key clip within a pocket 
So that's just a bit of extra peace of mind that your keys are going to be on a keychain inside a pocket. You can also, you know, drop a, um, a Vivian there or something, and then a big compartment to stuff your waterproofs and everything. Yeah, fantastic. And that so that one doesn't have a, a zip across it, but the ten liter one does. Is that right? Yeah, because I always imagine that the five litre would be great just for like little home trails and things or a race where you've got lots of checkpoints but the 10 litre is really there if you're going to have long days out in the hills you know something where you're going to have kit in that you need to keep a lot drier a lot safer and um, just a bit more robust really um and then it's and the, the bigger one's got this bungee on the outside so you can carry even more if you want to yeah so you can just stuff your waterproof jacket in there again whilst you're on the go you could just get your friend to quickly grab it out or you could just grab it out of there quite easily it's just handy so yeah it's really handy to have elastic as well um, and then the final pole holder uh, i see is across the back there as well so there's a couple of bungees just here and here so you can put your poles across the back if you think you're not going to keep taking them in and out every every five minutes there yeah yeah. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. So it's got everything that you need, no more, no less, in my opinion. Um, like none of this, um, like some packs. Um, oh, we didn't mention that you can put a hydration bladder in as well. Um, it's got a little little hole just here for the hydration yes. uh, bladder to come out. Or there's, if you want it to come out at the bottom, or there's the hole at the top there. You can feed it through um, over the shoulder just there if you want your hydration bladder to the tube to yeah. come out there. So again you can carry bottles or a hydration bladder which is just that's a, a good thing to have in any pack to for everybody to have a different preference um but yeah i just like there's there's nothing sort of overly gimmicky going on like um like there's some packs <laughs> like i've got this major bugbear with the ultimate direction packs which have that cinch system at the lower back um, yeah. i'm just like you don't need that if you can get a pack which fits you fine you don't need to cinch it in at this point here the chest straps suffice so that's that's just like a personal um thing that i just and then oh yeah but one of my favorite raid light packs instead of having a pocket here it had a turny turny dial to sort of cinch oh, or it a in. strap across it and, and just, just strap like, you can't use the pocket I yeah know. well there's yeah. no pocket so i just sewed a pocket on top of it and ignored it yeah. um yeah. so that is what i did but so yeah so um, i'm pleased that you've paid attention oh, everything i've said oh, I've got one thing which is like the the coolest thing um, and it's the race toggle holders on the front. Oh, right. So, do you ever get oh, that nice. annoying thing where you, you do a race oh, yeah. and then they give you like a race number and you've got a vest on and so you think, where am I going to like yeah. stick that to myself? Or you've got waterproofs on and you don't want to put a, a pinhole in your oh, waterproof. Yeah. So now you can just attach your race number to the bottom of the vest. Mm. And it's dead easy to get it on and off. Oh, so, so then handy. it just hangs down, does it, as a square at the front? Like as a little, like as a little sparren. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's not that low. It sits over oh. the front, so oh. it's not. <laughs> yeah, not that low. Yeah. Oh well, that's good. That's really good invention. I like that as well. That's really good. Um. So. So yeah. Um. Yeah. I think it's brilliant. And um. So time will tell and like obviously you'll get feedback from loads of people and then yeah. just carry on listening to them and tweaking it. I presume. Yeah, definitely. You know, all the feedback I can get because they are new. I mean, I've been wearing them for a few months and there's been a couple of other people who have had prototypes. They've also been um, testing them out. So every time I get feedback, I can improve them. It's great. You know, you're a small business. You can keep improving. Um, so, yeah. 
Yeah, because there was one question here from Paul about the Kinder 10 litre, um, and he was just, well, he said it's it's like eight grams heavier than the Salomon equivalent, um, which eight grams is neither here nor there, really. Um, <laughs> you, you could just carry a bit less water, or couldn't you? Um, or your phone might be um, a bit different weight. Um, but he was just wanting to know if the, if the Harrier packs have been tested on ultras, um, and if people have reported any chafing issues, which <laughs> I wouldn't expect that you'd want to tell us but um i wore this for seven miles on sunday in boiling hot weather and didn't chafe me at all so um yeah obviously you'll be responding to feedback won't you like that yeah and you know they're, they're new so it's you can you try and get as much feedback as you can and adapt it so you know i've designed them to be comfortable and to be soft material um but yeah yeah we yeah we can just see what happens and can you just talk us through the sizing on it as well like what sizes have you gone for because i know it's it's new it's a startup you can't be providing every single size under the sun but i did notice that you had a, a larger guy testing and i've had heard loads of calls for larger people wanting backpacks that actually fit them because everybody makes them for whippersnappers so what are the sizings yeah. that you've got with the kerber and the kinder oh yeah well actually that's really exciting i forgot to mention that before so with the kerber and the kinder We've got the standard sizes of extra small, which is like ladies six to eight, um, small, uh, medium, and a large. But then I had so many requests through to do a proper extra large vest. Um, and I thought, oh, it's definitely worth looking into. And then I started designing the vest that's called the Stanage XL. Mm. And so that is, I went back to my designer. So Dan, who helped me with all of these technical designs, I went back to him and I said, look, I think we need to restructure this so that it's not just a large vest that's kind of adapted because everybody's wearing these vests and it's just, you end up with bottles under your armpits <laughs> or you start not putting kit in because it's not big enough. So you think, oh, well, I won't take my waterproof trousers because I can't fit the stuff in and still have it fit me. Um, so we updated all of the um, sizings of it and the uh, shapes of the material to fit and excel properly. Um, and that's being made at the moment. So the Stanage will be the first properly fitting excel uh, race fest so that's Fantastic. really exciting that's yeah. really good news because i've been i've had so many comments on my channel saying is what what's the x extra large like is there an xxl yeah. um, because you know you like the whole point of trail and ultra running is that you don't have to be like a road runner or like you know really slim and athletic to start trail running yeah. you, you just you need to start somewhere whatever shape you are whatever yeah, size exactly. you are so it's great that you're catering for larger people yeah. and presumably not just larger men either like larger women will be able to fit in these too um and you'll just be able to cater for anybody um who is a little bit larger than average yeah they are unisex but i'll be honest they've probably been more designed for women and then adapted for blokes rather than the other way around um because it's been me and you talking about it and because it's you know it's been me that's been testing them and i have got a lot of women that are testing them as well um you know that are a bit more busty a bit more curvy and stuff so if you have a little look at my page i've got lots of reviews from runners who are testing out the best in all the different sizes so it's not just elite athletes that are testing them in a size small you know it's going to be properly tested with with all the sizes so people should be able to get a better idea if you're wanting to buy a larger extra large you can see how a person has found that wearing the same vest which is a lot more helpful yeah so on your site go and look at the people who have reviewed them and have a look at their photo see what size they are compared to what you think you are 
and going yeah. from there. That's that's a really good sizing technique, actually, rather than measuring. You can look at someone and go, yeah, I'm kind of like them. Um, it, which is interesting because Ruth um, Ellis, um, she said, <laughs> she says, will it make me fitter and faster? <laughs> Jokes aside, no. I always <laughs> I always love a British product. Um, and so she, she wanted to know, is there a pack designed for the womanly shape or is it just unisex? So that's good to know that you've already covered that question. Okay. Yeah, no, it won't make you run faster. Sorry, I could lie, but I, I'll bring one out that's 100 quid and I'll say it makes you run faster. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, go faster stripes on the side. That'll do yeah. it, won't it? <laughs> um, so I just want to read you out some of the nice comments because um, as you've oh. been going through the vest, people have been putting some nice uh, comments just down here. Um, uh, so Guy has put... Um, so many great features he likes all the features there um gordon parton is thinking about getting one now um oh he also wants to know if there are any more color options i know you mentioned you were thinking of expanding the color options yes yeah, so at the moment we've got the peach blue in the curva and the navy in the kinder i was hoping to have the kinder in red and the curva in orange as well I had so many problems the past few months with stock delays, like months and months, that I couldn't build up the capital to do the extra colour options. It's such a, you know, it's really put a spanner in the works. But I'm hoping that in a couple of months I'll be able to do a red and an orange, which look really nice. And we've actually got the samples coming as well next week, so I'll be able to show them. Um, I just can't say when the date of those will be ready yet, I'm afraid. Yeah, so yeah, in the future, in the pipeline, let's let's give you a chance first to yeah, actually yeah. launch the brand, hey? <laughs> um, so yeah, more <laughs> colours coming soon. Um, so Hannah Baisley says, loving the features of the vest, don't actually need one, but still want one. <laughs> um, <laughs> Nigel Barnett says, wow, so many brilliant and well thought out features. You're welcome, Nigel. Um, uh, fantastic. And um, uh, Philip Haddock says, he likes the vest the 10 litre is going to be his next vest he reckons um esther sims says she loves the race number toggles um mm. paul feely says i want one of those vests um philip haddock mm. is also offering to test them <laughs> he says i'm free um john gardner says they look well designed um sean lancaster says maybe i missed it but is this available in the us yes shipping is to all all countries worldwide sean so get involved um, Esther Sims says she is excited about the XL vest. It's nice to have clothing for plus size runners. There's definitely a gap in the market there. Mm -hmm. um, she hates shopping for running stuff because it's mainly designed for tiny people. So yeah, mm -hmm. I think that's really, really brilliant. Yeah, it's fantastic. Brilliant. Um, Abby Norman says Innovate actually do the same. They design everything for women's shapes and then they adapt them for the men's because they've got a female mm -hmm. designer. So yeah, that's great, great. That you've done that. Um, Kurt Steed says you just need to add some rockets to the back to guarantee that people will run faster when they wear your kit. Okay, I'll do that next week. <laughs> yeah, just add that to your to-do list then. Yeah. <laughs> um, Richard Breakspear has said he has pre-ordered one this morning and he's looking yeah. forward to it in August. Great. Um, and Catherine Dolliver says, flasks in colours, I'm getting yellow ones. So I want to talk to you about this now because um, you are the only person I know that does flasks in all these incredible different colours. You've even got a rainbow of flask colours, which I'm, I'm going to put up onto the screen now as well. So, um, and I also want to talk about the fact that you you give people a sterilisation tablet as well. So I got sent this with mine. Oh, yeah. Can you tell us about that whilst I find this picture and put it up on the screen? Of all yeah, sure. Colours? Yeah, well, it's just handy. I mean, whenever I get a flask, 
um, whether it's for running or cycling or whatever, then we always use Milton tablets. It's the same with if you go skiing and use a bladder or anything. And so I thought, well, you don't want a whole box of sterilizer tablets and they're so cheap. So why don't I just buy them and just give everybody one with their bottles? So yeah, they're quite handy. Some people use them, some people don't. Um, but they do just help. I mean, the material is squashy TPU. Um, and so it does, instead of having to rinse it out to get rid of like that plastic taste, you just use a sterilizer tablet overnight um, and then rinse it out the next day and then it's done. So yeah, it's great. Everybody gets one with the bladders or their uh, or their soft flasks. Yeah, well, I got two because mine came with two and I oh, actually yeah. didn't, I didn't delve into the bottom of the bag. I just took out the pack because I was going on my run and I just yeah. filled up the bottles and I used them and I didn't actually taste a plasticky taste in them anyway. I've just realised that I didn't no taste it. So that's really good. I think that's brilliant because a lot of, um, especially, you know, those cheap flasks you get from Decathlon, they taste really bad. So I think you've preempted um, a, a problem that maybe doesn't even exist. So that's great. It's 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 really cool that you've done that yeah they're just they're just handy and again it's so cheap i think the thing is a lot of things are practical and, and nice features but they don't actually cost anything so it's just helpful for, for the person who's buying it to have those sorts of things yeah definitely um and i just want to because i'll turn this into a podcast after so i'm actually going to look at this picture that i'm showing now and tell everyone what the colors are so there's a red one orange all colors of the rainbow basically red orange yellow green dark green brown um clear three kinds of blue so there's like a, a kind of oh, there's no brown is that orange oh um, it's next to the green one it oh maybe it's black red Black, yeah, it's the black. grey, there's nice grey. dark grey. Yeah, it's yeah. dark grey, yeah. Okay, so that one's yeah, grey. Then there's a clear one. Then there's three types of blues. There's a dark blue, a really bright blue, and then a kind of a watery blue. And then there's like a, oh, it looks like two pink ones, but maybe they're different purple. types of blues. Yeah, the purple's oh, quite similar to the pink. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so that's really cool. So what gave you the idea behind that? I just thought it looked fun. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why no one's thought of it before because obviously yeah, people have club colours, don't they? And you, you've said on in social media you can get the bottle yeah. to go with your club vest. Yeah, exactly. Colour coordinate. I mean, yeah. if you want it to be technical, you could say that it's to do with um, putting tailwind in one and putting you know your electrolytes in one and stuff, which you can do. But again, sometimes people just want something a bit brighter than like the normal colours. So yeah, you know, we've got pinks and yellows and oranges and greens and yeah, it's just, just to make things a little bit more interesting, really. And they've been really popular, so it's been great. Yeah, I just don't know why no one else does it. They're all white or blue, every single one that gets sent to me. Well, like... they might do now, so I've had, to, oh, yeah. I've had to do it quite quickly before they all catch you. <laughs> I know, but yours will still be the cheapest. So what are the prices? Because the, the, the backpack, that was £59. Is the Kerber £59 as well? Are they the same price, the two packs? No, the curb is uh, 54. 54, so 54 um, and 59, so not yeah. loads in it. And um, and the flasks, how much are they? Because usually like flasks could be like 16 to 20 quid sometimes. Ouch, yeah. Um, so the flasks, the 500 mil, so if you go for a short stumpy option, then those are 9.99. If you have one with a long straw, um, they're 10.99. And actually what I'm going to start doing now is just adding the short top, in with the long straw because it's so handy to have both um, and yeah why not it's just something else that's just helpful for people because before I was selling them separately but I think if you know you've got a straw with the short top then you can mix and match it with whatever type of run that you're doing mm. um, and I've also got the extra long straws 
So if you've got quite low sitting flasks in a different type of brand, they reach up all the way to your mouth. So there's all those different options. Yeah. And we've got these cool new 300 mils. So I really love these. I use 300 mils on my runs because they're just like that little bit smaller. Um, and yeah, again, you can have like a little long straw on those. And those ones are 8.99. Ah. Oh, cool. And when you say you get the both attachments, do you mean you get the whole thing, like the plastic bit and the nozzle? Or do you just give people um, an extra little nozzle that they can put onto the plastic thing? Because they presumably they've already got the plastic thing that the tube comes out of. Um, so they would just need like this extra little nozzle bit just here. Mm. Or do you give you them the whole that. bit? No, it's the whole thing in your hand. You just yeah. get they give them the yeah. whole thing, like two bits of like yeah. disky stuff yeah cool. okay so that's the um that's uh the bottles we've talked about the bottles um before we talk about the poles which i have reviewed lately and they've got a really good review i just want to mention the couple of other bits and bobs um that you get um and talk a bit about the bundles as well because this is oh, yeah. really ingenious i think i know innovate do bundles but um like your bundles are like incredible value <laughs> like i've got one in the competition for next month um, and yeah. I try to give away £400 worth of kit um, and you give me all this kit and it's only like £100 and I was like oh no I'll have to find more things for the prize now yeah. so <laughs> so thanks for making them such good value um, but so you're also selling these emergency bivy bags and first mm. aid kits and then do you yeah. get like do you get a buff for free is that just like a little freebie that comes yeah, it depends what the bundle is. I mean, the safety bundle, which is what you're holding there, is £15. So you've got the little bivy with the whistle, first aid kit, and the buff. Uh, uh, not the buff, the next buff. I'm very sorry. Um, so, yeah, and then with all of the other bundles, you do get those three items. And, again, they're just essentials. I mean, they're not expensive, but you just need them. So at least you know that these ones are for trail runners. All the stuff in that first aid kit... Um, is for you know trail running you've got extra blister plasters in there and things and bandages extra plasters and then on the bivy um, I've actually done a little bit of emergency signaling information on there so it's just little things like if you get into trouble would you know what to do and with this it just shows you how many whistleblowers to give and what to respond and you can put a bit of emergency contact information on there um, so yeah just little practical things like that and they're quite nice to have if you're a beginner you don't really know where to start with everything so it's good to just have those and forget that they're in your pack yeah and they're so light as well i mean like this first yeah. aid kit you don't you don't have to keep it in the nice little red bag you can just take it in this waterproof ziploc bag yep, and exactly. i like the way that you've included blister plasters you know for for trail runners you don't just need normal plasters you need a proper like nice padded blister plaster and this contains basically most of the things that most is on most mandatory kit lists so you've got a little bandage you've got um a little bit of adhesive tape there um you've got your safety pins for um uh, your race number maybe <laughs> and for tying things down you've got um some normal plasters you've got a, a big bandage thing and then some a gauze pad thing some more plasters uh alcohol free wipes and then you've got these really cool blister plasters which are like a little bit padded um and i think that's really important for runners and that you've recognized yeah. that runners will need that kind of plaster yeah, not just the enough. finger plasters mm-hmm. um so that's what makes it a really dedicated kit just for runners. Um, and then the, the bundles is a really cool thing. I'm just going to put a picture up on the screen about the bundles. Um, so there's 
Yeah, um, we had a question about the beginner bundle from Kelly, mm. um, Kelly Benedetti. Um, she says, um, what what would you recommend as a simple starter kit for newbies? So yeah, do you want to just talk us through how the different bundles differ and why you put some, certain things in for a beginner and then certain things in for ultra and certain things in for foul runners? Um, what's yeah. the difference between the bundles? Yeah, so there's, uh, the bundles that are available are the beginner, intermediate, um, Fallon Ultra. So the beginner bundle is basically, it's quite difficult to get started in trail running because when you, you're on groups and things, everybody has been trail running for so long, you kind of get lost in all of the jargon and you don't know what you need. Some people don't even know what trail running actually is, so it's just good to have something that's really basic. And when I started, um, it was just the safety that's really important. Your safety, um, your water, and being able to carry it, which was like the key things. And so the beginner's bundle just gives you that. And it also gives you a nice little squishy eco prop as well. So that if you're doing races and things, then you've just got one of those, so you don't have to have it in plastic prop. So it's just like a nice little collection and it's not gonna break the bank either. So um, the beginner's bundle is 79 pounds. And for that, you get the best, you get all of the safety stuff. And um, you get two flasks, two long straws, and the eco cup, which is great. It just gives you everything. And um, so, yeah, that's a starting point. Uh, with the intermediate, the extra thing, I think the only extra thing you get on the intermediate is that you get the hot eco cup. And um, so this is pretty cool because you can put that in the back of your race vest. Um, and when you get to checkpoints, you want a hot drink you can just pull it out mm, I like you, that yeah you've got different sizes as well so you can extend it to like 550 mil or if you just want a little cup of tea then you just like squash it back down and then uh, you can just have a little drink and it's got a lid on and things so that's great that's what you get with the intermediate because maybe you're doing longer races where you do need checkpoints where you've got hot drinks and I see there's yeah. also in the intermediate there's a dry bag as well oh the yes blue, there's a blue sort of a long uh, sort of long dry bag on the right hand side of the bundle yeah the dry bag sold out so quickly oh, so really? i'm just waiting on those um but yeah dry bags that again they're just essential but you you know people don't get excited about buying dry bags <laughs> but you do need one and and so mine is 100 percent waterproof you know it's not this kind of thin material that sort of goes a bit damp they're properly waterproof and really long lasting and um, so i just wanted to give people things that maybe they wouldn't get too excited about but once they've got them they're really glad to have them in their kit those sorts of things and then the more advanced bundles um you've got things like the hellbell impulse um included so that's the main difference really uh, between them all so yeah yeah that which brings us on nicely to talking about the hellbell impulse and um, how come you've branched out from the Peak District for your Helvellyn Falls? Yeah, I know. Well, <laughs> I'm not a Peak I'm District mountain. Some, something from the Peak District, but last year a couple of my friends did a Bob Graham round, um, oh. and I supported them on legs four and five. And one of our training runs, we did leg two as like a training run, and I'd never been to the lakes before running. And we went up Helvellyn, and it was like February. I mean, I didn't see a thing. It's always the case in the lakes, isn't it? You go up there and you don't see anything because, you know, you've got no visibility. <laughs> I just remember I was stood up near this uh, this trick point at the top of um, Helvellyn. I didn't know where I was or anything. And I borrowed my friend's poles, and it's just a picture of me stood at the top looking so happy because I'd kind of reached somewhere. I didn't know where. 
And then they said, yeah, that was Top of Hell Vellum. And it was snowing and it was just the best day. And then my friends managed to complete their Bob Graham in like 23 hours 40. Oh, wow. <laughs> it was just such a great experience just, you know, doing that with them. And I thought, well, you know, yeah, I'll name it after that. And then it's got a bit of personal meaning. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, it's really nice how there's a personal story behind each one. You, you could even write that on the website. It's, it's nice for people to read stuff like that. Um, but I was really impressed with these poles because am I right in thinking they are £70? 69. 69. I always <laughs> round things up. <laughs> My bargain brain. Um, so, yeah, sorry, in the review, I've put them as £70. Pounds. Um, um, but, yeah, I'm really impressed with these because um, I know we went through quite a lot of different polls when you mm. came over to um, to chat about gear. Um, but I was just so impressed because of the, the way that they compare with all the more expensive poles. So they compare to poles that are like 100 to 140 pounds um, in weight, um, in quality, in like they're made of carbon, um, in build quality and also in adjustment. You can adjust them just here um, really easily. Uh, the quality of the, this, uh, um, the little bit that holds them together yeah. here, it's, yeah. a, it's a cable surrounded by plastic and in some of the really expensive ones you just get the string, the string and you just wonder how durable that's going to be. The handle is really comfy, it's comfier than either, even some of the really expensive poles, the really lightweight poles yeah. um, and the strap is, is really straightforward and, and very nice with this brushed fleecy inner lining there and it's just kind of got everything you need in a pole but for only £69. So I think mm -hmm. for anyone who's on a budget or a beginner this is a really good option for them. Um, to get started um, and they should last ages shouldn't they I mean yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna test them to destruction um, oh. obviously but we have got a question about poles from Hannah um, who says um, she will need poles at some point um, but she doesn't know at what point people start using them so you've said they go in the ultra bundle and the fell bundle um, but in, in your experience when do people start to need using running poles when you're getting knackered on hills <laughs> <laughs> yeah like on longer stuff yeah they're just great i mean in europe everybody uses them i think it's been a bit of a you know taboo thing to use poles in the uk but they're just great and they've just been really good for me to be able to do much longer races um and you know if we were going out in the lakes and things we would be doing about i don't know four hours or something on quite you know tough terrain so I think if you're aiming to do longer distances or you just want to be able to do a bit more of the steeper stuff then yeah they'll really help you yeah that's good advice yeah i always think like if you want to if you're going on like mainly smooth stuff because like if you're going like scrambling and you know like actually over like striding edge on helvellyn rather than the bob graham route across it mm -hmm. then poles you wouldn't really use them but if you're just kind of basically hiking and power hiking and and then doing some like steady running for a long time on something like a Bob Graham then poles are absolutely essential so um, it's great that people have got this really good budget option now for their poles um, that, that, uh, that they know are going to be really good quality as well um, so just got a couple more questions to ask you before we wrap everything up tonight um, there was a question that part of Kelly's question we didn't answer before she was the lady who asked, asked about the starter kit um, uh, and she wants to yeah. know a bit more about the environmental friendliness that you've built into the company because I know you've got your eco cups and I know that yeah. the environment's really important to you as a trail runner so what um, what things um, as, are you doing as a brand to um, preserve the environment and protect because you know gear is 
uh, yeah, gear doesn't always isn't always good for the environment. Yeah, you know, I've tried to start as I mean to go on. It's not easy when you start in a business, and um, there's, there's actually I found that there's a lot of things that you can do. And um, so I use 100% compostable packaging and um, or minimal packaging. You have to use some. It's the balance between protecting things and you know not having a load of plastic bubble wrap going and stuff. So still trying to work that out at the moment. But what I'm using at the moment is compostable. And um, also I. I about to bring out some um, some really great trail running vests and t-shirts mm -hmm. and that's going to be made from the recycled fabrics and um, the fabrics called Reprieve they're a big brand and they actually supply Patagonia with their recycled fabrics um, and it basically means that plastic out of ocean waste has been taken to regenerate polyester materials and that can go into making uh, sports t-shirts it's exactly the same fabric, how it comes out the other side, but it just means that raw materials haven't been used. So um, I wasn't quite able to do that for the first batch of race vests, um, but the way that I'm moving towards is that I want all of my stuff to be regenerated fabrics. And um, so that's a really big thing. And then I've also just started working with Amy at Brock um, Repairs down in Cornwall. So. When I, I had a chat with um, Rerun Clothing, and basically they do a lot for um, recycling old race t-shirts mm -hmm. because so much goes to landfill. And I spoke to them and they said that the best thing that you can do is to make your items long-lasting. That's the best thing you can do for the environment. Um, and so I was inspired a lot by different brands that offer repair services and make things that are really going to last. You know, you can use it until it's completely falling apart in years to come um, and so now that I'm working with Amy at Brock it means that we can offer very specific low-cost repairs so you know the stuff goes through such a lot of wear and tear when you trail running and um, but if the zip goes or you know a bit of elastic things off or something then you don't want to have to buy a whole nother vest but you want it to be fixed to the same standard so we're going to work with Amy to be able to offer that as a sort of race vest MOT mm. so you can have it reproofed and have you know, if you caught it on barbed wire, you can have it stitched up and things, and just make it last for as long as possible. Um, so yeah, so those are my key things really, and I'll keep trying to improve as I go. That's fantastic, and I think in the message you sent to me um, when I asked you about this question before, you said something about transport by train, um, like uh, that's part of your delivery system, is it? Like oh yeah, all, all my shipments are done by train, so that did backfire a little bit in COVID. <laughs> <laughs> that's why everything was like three months late but um you know it swings and roundabouts but yeah train shipments they're just handy they're, they're quicker than they're better than air and they're a lot quicker than ocean but obviously it's just better than using air shipping so yeah. yeah so it's not as fast but you're trying to do your bit for the environment because we do know that air like air transport definitely is a massive polluter isn't it compared to trains that's brilliant yeah that's amazing and I think there should be an area of, of your website that you dedicate to to the eco side of things for anybody who's interested in that um yes so yeah because more and more I, I 
build those factors into the products that I test is how eco-friendly is the company because I think you should take these things into consideration when you yeah, buy things absolutely. and where you spend your money um, and so uh, I'm going to read out some more nice comments um, in a bit so uh, if you've got any more nice comments for Kate then do type them now um, but uh, Guy uh, to finish off Guy's question um, he wants to know a little bit about the expansion of the range you've mentioned the t-shirts um, he he wants you to make a kit bag, you know, like a, a big kind of duffel bag thing. Um, and yeah, so he just, he wonders where you're going to go, like what are your dreams, what are your hopes for, for the company eventually? Yeah, it's funny you should say that actually, because the kit bag was the first thing that I wanted to design. And yeah. I've actually got a few prototypes from literally about six months ago um, with something that's a bit special about them. But I've got the stuff you know now the range and i'm starting up i just want to get these things really as as good as i can get them and and try and promote them and then i'll think of branching out but the t-shirts that are coming out and the race vest and um, the their actual like retro club style vest they'll be pretty cool and um, so and the waterproof jacket as well that's something that we've been designing that i hope will be out for the autumn and oh, cool. so yeah watch this space i won't even wait all my secrets because we might have people watching <laughs> yeah yeah them. all the other brands like there with a notepad and pen yeah exactly <laughs> i've got some really interesting ideas on waterproofs that oh, i haven't told well, anyone else that i might share with I'll you down. Yeah. yeah um and somebody asks when are the trucker caps coming he's just admiring the trucker cap on your head right mm -hmm. now yes oh yeah the caps so uh, great news with the caps these are going to be the recycled materials as well um, so we've got three caps, the visor, uh, visor, the breathable one, uh, which is going to be a soft brim. So you can stuff that in your backpack when you're not wearing it, which is great. And then the trucker cap as well. Um, somebody said to me once that I had to wear a trucker cap, otherwise I look like a road runner. <laughs> <laughs> you're just oh, like okay. a hillbilly now or like a, what do they call them? Um, there's a name, they've got big beards. Oh, they're really like it's quite trendy anyway. to be one at the moment. Oh, oh what are I don't, they called? I'm not trendy. I don't know. Oh, it's called a thing. It's like uh, it's not a beatnik. It's you know one of them people with a big beard and a chucker cap. They all look the same. Okay. Uh, it's a bit alternative. Oh, I can't remember what it is now. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, someone so write they, it on the live chat. <laughs> we're, we're doing the second round of um of cap sample of cap samples so they're going to arrive in a couple of weeks we'll get them signed off get them tested so we made a few changes to them again from updates uh, from feedback from people on the group so i'll put a post out asking people for feedback i don't need to pay an expensive development team i've just got about yeah. 500 trail runners telling me what to do so it's no. fantastic so yeah, yeah why why would you want to pay a load of people in an office to work out what you need? That's when things no. like the cinch system and the turny turny dial are invented. <laughs> you need to listen to real runners. I really admire what you're doing. And yeah. loads, of, loads of people have just written in to say it's hipster, that they wear the trucker caps. Yeah. Hipsters. Yeah. Brad's yeah. telling me it's hipster. Frank is and Guy is and Catherine is. Okay, got I got it. Hipster. Yeah. That's it. Hipster. I don't know why because there's nothing to do with hips in it. Um, and Sarah Reeve says a kit bag is a great idea. Catherine Dolliver says, yeah, kit bag, please. Ooh, um, it's exciting. Uh, I'll get back on it. I'll dig out the old prototypes, yeah. Yeah, yeah. They can't be as hard to do as a backpack, surely, because they're just like a big square with handles and a few backpack straps. Mm -hmm. I bet there's more to them than that, though. Yeah, I've got a few ideas, anyway. Yeah. That's good. Cool. 
That's great. Well, it's been amazing to catch up with you tonight, Kate. Thank you so much for your time. Um, mm -hmm. Was there anything that we haven't covered in the range that we need to cover before we end the chat tonight? Um, or have we covered everything? Is there anything that you wanted to just impart to people? People should know about the ethos of the business, that kind of thing. Well, no, I just wanted to say thanks, really, because it's been a really difficult six months. And I think unless I had people, you know, just the nice comments and a bit of banter on the Facebook page <laughs> and things, it's just really cheered me up. It's kept me going. And, you know, I'll keep trying to do things that are really great for people, that people enjoy. And it's keep me going, really. So thanks so much. And thanks for the webinar, Claire. Brilliant opportunity. Yeah, no problems. But it's always really exciting for everybody to discover a new brand. So everyone's really enjoyed it. We've had, oh my goodness, we've got 68 people watching right now. That's like a record for live. It's amazing, especially as it's such a nice evening. Like everyone's, yeah. no one's outside. They're all watching this. Um, so it's brilliant. So um, everyone's really pleased. So Vanessa says, um, I have ordered my beginner's bundle having watched this. Well done, Kate. Sounds like you've thought of so many things. Wishing Aww. you a lot of success. Thank you. And Paul Feely says, great interview, Claire slash Kate. That is great. Um, and loads of other comments from people saying how great it is. Um, oh, a, a question from Catherine. When are the 500 slim flasks with long straws going to be back in stock in yellow? <laughs> oh, I've got some. Yeah, I've got some. It's just I haven't put them on as the long straws. So if you just put a short one down, I'll just put an extra long straw in with it. It's no problem. Awesome, that's brilliant. And Abby says, I can't congratulate you enough, Kate. Seeing this evolve from an early idea to now is incredible. You've achieved so much and the attention to detail is amazing. Aww. I hope it goes from strength to strength. Thanks, Abby. Thank you. A lot well, of Abby love for you. Me. Abby helped me very early on with a few things. She's a pal, so awesome. yeah, she did see it right from the very start. Fantastic. It's so nice, isn't it? I just think it's so great the way you've just, it's like you've made the, you're like the people's people, you know, like them politicians that they, or no, like Princess Diana, like people's princess. Like you're like the trail runner's princess. Like you actually listen to what people want and you've created yeah. what, not what you want, but what everyone wants. Um, so Guy says, thank you for a great interview and a look around the range. All the best with the brand. Thanks. Uh, Philip Paddock says he's just ordered the safety bundle. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um, Esther Sims says she's really enjoyed watching. Um, Mountain Geek says, great interview. Keep with the hipster trucker cap. You are cool. <laughs> God, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we are, we are both very cool. Yeah. Um, Nigel Barnett says, great interview. Thank you, Kate. Um, Catherine is thrilled about the yellow flasks. She says, woo, thank you. Wonderful. Um, Randy Cafaro wants to know about the XLs, are they true to size, um, they're always too small and there's no XL in the 5 litre vest. Um, oh, watch it again Randy because mm. there's talk of a Stanage 10 litre vest especially in like XL versions. Yeah, they will be tried on somebody who is that size and I do give the measurement of the person with the measurement of the vest that they're in as well so you'll see that they are actually true to size there's no messing around with saying that they fit small or whatever so yeah, yeah. great yeah so go back and have a have a listen to when we were talking about the vests right at the beginning there Randy um cool and Catherine says great interview so excited about this brand so there oh, we go very excited yeah, yeah 
So thanks so much. I'm going to leave you now, Kate, to um, go outside and have a bit of an evening because it is beautiful out there. Uh, but thank you so much for coming and on and talking to us about all the things in the Harrier range. It's really exciting to have a new brand with such great quality stuff at such great value prices. So thank you. Thanks a lot, Claire. Thanks, everyone. And yeah, chat to you all soon. Fantastic. See you, everyone. Bye. Bye.